It's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don. Chaz Evans, you're checking out the hottest podcast in the world, the Three Count Podcast. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Hit him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now I know what y'all like. Hit him with a three count. On the top, bro, crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don, the Grabber Region's best kept secret, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast, the base show, Chaz and Friends. Let me introduce to you my friends. Introducing first, he's the man that runs the show because y'all know I really don't do anything. I just talk a lot of crap. He is the landlord of the Dog Pound. All right. He is the Red Dog of Red Dogs. He is Red Dog Cliff Miller. Hey, yeah, it's the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done, and your friendly neighborhood red dog, also the D-I-C-K of this industry. That's right, the dog in charge, kid. Like, get your mind out the gutter, all right? And last but certainly not least, we got ourselves a special guest joining us on the debate show. All right, this guy is the, the big brain, all right? of Invictus Pro Wrestling, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, he's been on our show plenty of times before. Everybody give a huge warm welcome to my main man, Alex. What's going on, man? Not much. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, you're Hell always yeah. welcome. Like, you're the unofficial, like, member of this podcast. I think, <laughs> out of, I, no, I think I, out of all the guests, I think Alex has been on the most, next to TJ. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, because, uh, let's see, we've had, Invictus, and then you came on for the debate show. Then we brought you back on for another episode. Exactly. And then you've been I on like for 201. Equivalent of like Joey Diaz for Seth Rogen. Uh, not Seth yeah. Rogen. <laughs> uh, like when he needs a last minute guest, he just like holds him <laughs> off when it comes to smoke <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, no, but it, it's we definitely love having you on. It's, it's our last show of the year. So, it, hey, if Alex is here on the last show of the year, the show is definitely going off the rails. <laughs> no doubt about it the debate show is going off the rails today i i'm already planning out anyway let's get through some intro and announcements bullcrap if you have not already done so make sure you follow us on your favorite social media platform whether that is twitter all right three count underscore pod instagram tiktok facebook three count pod all one word and you know not to type in t-h-r-e-e but to put that number three in there also buy some merch okay it is Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash underscore, no, forward slash three count pod. This, the number three. Don't you dare type in T H R E E. All right. Make sure you get a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees because we will be moving all of our stuff to For Your Wear coming the next year. So get it while it's here because it's going to be gone. So get it because it helps us a lot. Also, if you've not already done so, hit that bell button on YouTube and subscribe. Make sure you always are notified when we drop that awesome content. For our podcast listeners, make sure you like and subscribe to all on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast.com. If it got podcasts, we're on there. So make sure you subscribe. Also, for Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star frog splash review off the top rope and tell a friend. So Tell all your friends. Not just please. a friend. But yeah, tell two friends and then tell them to tell three friends and then tell the three friends to tell four friends. Yeah, I like that idea. So, yeah, do that. Also, Cliff, let us know what's coming up. Oh, well, do you want to do it now? Yeah, so actually we could start off like this, right? So 
Uh, episode 299 of the Three Count Podcast presents Now in Shereen is coming out. We can talk about that episode okay. because it is the wonderful person, the human highlight himself, Isaiah Moore. He'll be uh, joining on the show. It's definitely a lot of fun. And then Thursday is our uh, 300th guest. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. So actually, I decided to prepare us a little video and you guys oh. can check it out right now. This is Unreal Flip Gordon, and you are watching the Three Count Podcast. I'm in fashion. That's right. The yeah. Unreal Flip Gordon is going to join us for the 300th episode. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm not even going to front. Like, it was such a massive get to be able to bring him on the podcast and talk to him for a little bit. Power movie yeah. going, fellas. I can finally talk about it now. All right, cool. <laughs> I am so hyped for this interview. Okay. Like, seriously. Um, yeah, like, good, like, right. Right. 100%. National Guard. National Guard. Oh, he was National Guard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I can't definitely check out all of our interviews. Definitely check out uh, this Thursday, Flip Gordon. He is now entering the ring. Ah, wow, that's just all the names of that we've had so far. Just Flip Gordon now into the ring. Still, is just like ah, ah. So it is. It's just, it's crazy to think about, right? Is that like we've had three hundred interviews as far as like now into the ring, and we've been like very open about like you know has people on people that we had to take off, right? We've done three hundred interviews now. Have all three hundred episodes been up? No, <laughs> some of them we've had to pull, uh, but we've done 300 interviews, and that's what makes this so massive. Is that earlier this year, if you guys remember, uh, January 4th, I think it was, was our 200th episode where we brought on Chris Van Vliet. Um, and now here we are at 300 in less than a year, we've had our 300th episode. Which, uh, I'm not gonna lie, next year that's not gonna be a thing. <laughs> this has been a pain in the ass to do <laughs> to get uh, all these episodes. But more importantly, and this is something, Alex, I think you're going to like this too. Uh, today, as we're talking right now, is our 420th episode That's of the Three Count Podcast <laughs> in general. <laughs> episode 420. What up, though? What's up, bro? <laughs> in December. <laughs> yeah. Blazer. Dad's out there now, so yeah, won't be partaking in the celebration. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's also crazy too to think about. Like it's been a, it's we've been doing this for three years now. We're going into season four with our with our finale tonight, right? Our yearly finale. We're going in next year to season four. It's just crazy to think about that. It was three years yesterday. Wow. Yeah, three years <laughs> yesterday we started this podcast. <laughs> crazy. Jeez, it's funny. It just is all. It's all your fault, Cliff. It one hundred percent is one hundred percent. Yeah, you gave me the bug, <laughs> the podcast bug, and I said, "Let's do it." And now look at this right it's been a lot yeah oh a lot is an understatement but let's get on down to our debate show let's start it off with temp check all right so temp check for those of you who don't know what temp check is let's get down to the rules all right me and my friends are going to give you our hottest and or coldest wrestler going into this week so i will start us off 
my hottest wrestler going into this week. I'll start us off with the hottest wrestler. So my hottest wrestler going into this week is, oh, big match, John. John Cena. All right. Hottest uh, guy going into this week. Only simply because of the simple fact is John Cena is wrestling again in my lifetime. And we don't get that often anymore. So you savor them while you can. And I just, yeah. I saw a tweet that said, uh, posted the promo when uh, Cena announced that he was wrestling. It was like, yes, I've missed you, daddy. And I was like, you know what? I agree. I have missed John Cena. I have <laughs> missed Big Match John on my screen. I just, you can't, yeah. So my hottest wrestler going through this week, John Cena. What about you, Red Dog? Hot, hottest wrestler? Uh, I mean, that is a good one to pull for, uh, for Cena. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take this a different way. Mandy Rose is my hottest wrestler of the week. <laughs> uh, and I say that because for somebody who was just released, right, people are still talking about her. And it's just like a massive explosion of like support and love for her. But I think, I think I'm just going to go that route and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take Mandy Rose this week. <laughs> All right, Alex, what about you? Um, I'm going to go way off the beaten path. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Billy Starks. Um, she made her AEW debut this week uh, on Dark, and she's 100% going to be one to watch. Uh, the fact that she's as good as she is and only being like just turned 18 a couple weeks ago is mind-blowing. Um, she, I mean, her matches like make me wince in the best possible way. Just <laughs> she breaks out that Joshi shit just dropping people right on their heads and um, crazy. Yeah. She's got a very, very bright future ahead of her. So um, very excited to see uh, what she does going into 2023. I was going to say that match that she had with Becca uh, just a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. I was was like the match with Becca. (laughs) I haven't audibly gasped at a wrestling match in a while like or a wrestling move specifically a spot but the joker driver that she hit on the apron mm. in that match mm-hmm. made me like literally clap my hand over my mouth like just wild um, yeah but yeah i mean between that and then the AEW debut also uh went on a tour uh of japan a couple weeks ago too so yeah again the fact that she's accomplished all this by uh, the age of 18 is wild. So, Absolutely. All right, coldest wrestler going into this week. Red Dog, start us off. Uh, I think I'm going to take my coldest wrestler. It's, I don't know, people are going to be like, if fans or butts about it, whatever. Uh, I'm going to say Darby Allen. Uh, even though, like, he's, like, always, like, in the picture of everything, it just, I don't know, I really don't feel like he's just, kind of, I don't know, I feel like he's just in limbo right now. So I kind of feel bad in calling it out like that. Because I'm sure every time I call somebody out, like that week, the next week, they also <laughs> like appear in like some random ass spot and like doing something amazing. So I think, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Uh, yeah, you Allen, got, Rick, you, you got Ricochet his uh, intercontinental t- uh, push, that little, that whole yeah. run. <laughs> that one, <laughs> Mustafa Ali's like Mustafa Ali movie. was the other one. Yep, that is yeah. sex. Yeah. All right, Alex, what about you? Your coldest wrestler going into this oh, week, boy. Um... No, coldest wrestler. That's uh, you're gonna have to come back to me. I, I got okay. 
my brain here. Yeah. All right. My, I got my coldest wrestler. Here we go. It's another controversial one, just like last week. All right. If you remember last week, Riot City. All right. The, the tag team was my uh, coldest wrestlers of the week because they took an L to your boys' pure ignorance. But I got another big L to hand out to Riot City. All right. Sicken is my coldest wrestler of the week because. He did not win the King of Maryland tournament. He said he was going to. He tried to get this whole rah-rah, like, oh, I'm injured, but I'm back, guys. Reclaim. And he lost. Big L's. Shout out to Uncle Van Williams, King of Maryland tournament winner this year. And biggest L of the year goes to Sicken. But yeah, Codus Wrestler go out to Sicken. Wow. <laughs> I just I'm, actually you, gonna, I'm gonna clip that and I'm sending it to him. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did. Listen, I had as soon as I saw that Van won and Nick didn't, I started I just instantly laughed and I was like, oh my my poor friend Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I'm giving him the coldest wrestle of the week for two weeks in a row now. Just cause nice. just to mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, you got yours? I I tried to yeah, um, really buffer that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's um okay. So I'm gonna. This is I, I'm taking a solely kayfabe perspective. Uh, okay. Uh, in this, but I'm gonna go with Chris Jericho, um, mm. because of the L that he took. Mm-hmm. The relatively unknown, but very talented, very talented uh, action Andretti, and retrospectively probably should have put Action Andretti as the <laughs> hottest wrestler. <laughs> Factual. Uh, retroactively, but it didn't come up to me. But yeah, I'm going to say strictly in kayfabe speaking, yeah. Um, you know, to be handed an L from a, a, a fresh newcomer like that, a, uh, a jobber, some might say, um, is, you know, definitely a stain. But obviously from a... Uh, from a backstage insider perspective, I have uh, my respect for Jericho has gone through the roof because, uh, you know, the fact that he's at that stage in his career now where he can make uh, stars literally just with a with a snap of the fingers like that yeah. uh, is, is awesome. So I love seeing it. And I know that uh, I know that Andretti's a fellow DMV boy. So uh, I'm sure you all are very excited about that. Oh, yeah. I uh- <laughs> I ahead, literally, man. I literally like screech <laughs> at the three count. Yeah. I, I, I remember I was, I was standing. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm like these guys are killing it." And then he, he hit him, and he's like, "Oh, one, two, three. I'm like, "Ah!" Oh yeah, yeah. Literally texted uh, our our group chat with Cliff and and, and the other guys appeared, and he was like, "Oh my god, action just beat Jericho!" Wild, wild. The funny yeah. thing is. Chaz, I don't know if you noticed that, but we were at the match that Chris Jericho decided that action should be a superstar. The, the oh, shell match, right? So that yeah, the one really? with Kitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had just. So what's so funny is that we had shut up to that. We shut up to AEW uh, for Rampage, and uh, we were there that night. That act, yeah. yeah, for yeah for with QT Marshall's match, and it was funny because like from what I remember and. Here you guys go, a little like behind the scenes. Uh, it was supposed to be a squash match. And so when asked, 
another person, another producer was like, yeah, we can't have this. We need you to actually show up and show out. So they did. And Jericho was actually watching the match. We were actually like, I don't know what, 20 feet from Jericho. Oh, yeah, when Jericho like, was mostly on yeah. his phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 that night. And so he, then maybe that's what he was doing. He was like texting, like, oh, yo, action needs to be a superstar. Right. You're but, right. Uh, you and you were talking <laughs> trash about him. I was. I was like, yo, this man up here on his phone this whole time. I didn't pay attention to the match. And instead, he was like totally putting him over. But yeah, so we were there and then we watched uh, QT just help like put action over. And it was amazing. It was so awesome. I love seeing that. We also got booed that night, and Jade Jade definitely yeah. let us know that we were oh, not yeah. shit for cheering for Willow. <laughs> oh, yeah. She definitely let us have it. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm sorry. I love you, too, but I, Willow's really nice. <laughs> but Willow, Willow is the homie. <laughs> exactly. like Willow's the homie. <laughs> She's been on our podcast, and you haven't. Otherwise, we would cheer for you, too. <laughs> That's also factual. Willow is also an Invictus alum, and I feel like nobody knows that. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I didn't I, know that actually. I, 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 was like, I knew that. I was like, we knew that. Yeah. She, yeah. No one, no one knows. It was studio tapings. It doesn't count apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let's take this on. Let's move to our first debate topic. She's been making headlines. She hasn't wrestled since er, like the first half of the year. All right, Sasha Banks. Uh, reports came out that uh, her deal apparently ended over the summer. Uh, she is working New Japan dates next year, uh, and she's officially done with WWE. So, uh, also other reports were coming about that Sasha wanted more money of the Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair uh, talent, and reports have come out that are saying that WWE feels like she's not worth that money. She uh, she has peaked as a star. So the debate question is, is Sasha Banks past her prime? Cliff, you want to uh, start us off? Then we'll go Alex, and then I'll uh, come at the end. I find it funny that, that WWE was predict that somebody is like past her prime when she literally hit the road and like pulled in 30K off of one appearance um, at the Comic-Con that she went to. I... Uh, past her prime absolutely not i was like she's just like in the groove of it so i just don't understand like where they would see that this could be a problem it's not even like fans were over her in fact if you were looking like as she as more reports were coming out that she and uh naomi had left like the fans were clamoring to get sasha back in and so for someone to be just come out and say nah 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 we, we think she's past her prime it more sounds like they're just kind of bitter that she just refuses to come back but then again, who knows, man? She might actually work these New Japan days. WWE might be like, oh, yeah, you know, you are definitely deserving of this money. And then they, they end up bringing her back. But I think right now, like, to say that she's past the prime just kind of sounds like a, 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 a girl who got turned down by somebody, you know? And they're like, yo, like, I'm really into that guy. And he says, no, they're like, well, that guy ain't shit. You know, so I think that's where, that's where I kind of feel at least. Because uh, she's still excellent. She cuts great promos. She's still like a hot commodity. Like a lot of people are still asking about her. And there's no way that people are going to throw the money that they want at her if they're going to be like, no, no, no. She's met her um, her peakness whenever we see her training in Japan or we see her training in Mexico. We see her, you know, just learning new stuff constantly. There's no way that you can tell someone this is peaked per se. So no, I, I think I think WWE should have just, just ponied up. 
and got with her, but instead they uh they just I think they're literally just dropping the ball and just kind of being a little a little bitter and just trying to say nah she's not she's not worth it. Um, yeah, no, I agree, and I think you hit the nail on the head with the like uh, you know like guy getting rejected by a girl comparison because I really do think that's what it is. It's uh, it's sour grapes, you know, not just on WWE's part but on the fans' part too. Uh, you know, I see any post about Sasha Banks and I scroll down to the comments section and it's uh, oh. a lot of bitterness. And, uh, you know, I think it's really misplaced. Um, I don't think it's fair to say she's past her prime because I think, you know, yeah, she hasn't appeared uh, in, in WWE, you know, since the beginning of the year. But it, it's not that she hasn't been doing anything. You know, as Cliff pointed out, she's been in Mexico. She's been in Japan. She's been honing her craft. She's been putting the work in. Um, and I think those were all strategic moves on her part so that she can prove to WWE that they made the wrong choice. Um, I'm particularly very excited. Uh, you know, if it's confirmed that that sold Wrestle Kingdom for me yeah. uh, to, to see what she can do, because I always said Japan uh, has a tendency to kind of, in terms of work rate, bring the best out of people. Um, so I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing her. Uh, get in there, you know, with some of the some of the Joshi workers. Um, but I also just think, I mean, I don't even think it's fair to say that she's not worth as much as you know Becky or Charlotte. You think, like, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of mainstream appeal, you know, she's she's guest starring in the Mandalorian. Like, you know, she's she's like you said, commanding these very high prices at meet and greets. So I don't think it's fair to say that she's not worth. She's not somehow at the same level as you know your other main event female talent. Something just doesn't add up to me there. Facts. Facts. And you, you mentioned the point that I, I was going to drive home, Alex, that uh, say that she, she's in The Mandalorian. She, she's, she's in Star Wars. And I think, you know, people don't realize the fact that she has a fan base outside of wrestling. Like she's asking that amount of money for, for Comic-Con is because you're not, with, you're not getting just wrestling fans. Uh, coming to get her, get signed, and you know, and, and to see her, you're getting that Star Wars fan base. And if there's any fan base that's just as toxic or wild as wrestling fans, <laughs> all right, hello, <laughs> welcome, Star Wars fans. So, I past her prime and, and, and saying that she's peaked as a star is completely ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because she she's she wrestled in. I think it was like April, May, right after Mania, right? I think was was around her last appearance. It doesn't mean that when she comes back, she not only will she create a buzz, but she can maintain that buzz. That woman deserves, if not more money, than a Becky Lynch or a Charlotte Flair because of the simple fact is that she's a star elsewhere. Like, WWE doesn't need Mercedes, I mean, I'm sorry, I meant the other way. Mercedes, Mercedes. doesn't need WWE. Yeah. WWE needs Sasha Banks. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. <laughs> Shout out to a black woman getting paid. <laughs> like, she's going to Japan, and she's going to kick all of the ass. Like, we can see old Sasha Banks from NXT. A lot of people said her stuff has changed, you know, how people change over to the new roster. I mean, the main roster. Okay. Well, now you can see that old Sasha Banks come out. And somebody's minus, jo- minus the crazy jo- neck bumps. Hopefully. Yes. Oh, please. Yes. 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 Hopefully. <laughs> I see. 
and then they, they ugh, I just think of the oh anyway, but yeah, so like you can see her mix it up, but like you said, the Joshis, and if you know, if she does go to AEW or even just impact all the women, all the knockouts over there, okay, Tasha steals and uh Mercedes slaps, okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jordan Grace and Sasha Banks smacks. Yeah. Think about it, just I, the I, on the indies, like oh, Trisha Door versus Shaxa Banks. Yeah, I, I don't think though with the, with the uh, the price tag that she's commanding, you know, I don't think the indies or even Impact would be likely. But Impact does have the the working relationship with New mm-hmm. Japan, so it could be possible mm-hmm. if if New Japan's trying to build up their women's division because they just introduced the IWGP Women's Title. Yep. Right. Um, earlier this year so if they're really serious about putting in that division i would 100 percent because uh, impact has one of the strongest women's divisions facts facts as a whole right now so if they were smart they would definitely double down on that relationship oh yeah definitely um, they would i would think that they would mercedes are a fixture there i mean the, like you said the dream matches are endless but i would think that they would uh they would open up that relationship and keep that relationship open with like well because forbidden door too is coming we know that that's yeah. kind of another thing but it's like you would think that like with AEW as well as impact too because imagine like you having you know brit jade uh kira hogan uh oh, yeah. you know jamie hater like the three-way venn diagram of like yeah <laughs> and uh stardom is like yeah yeah i, I can't wait i can't wait and the funny thing is is like I'm not too familiar with like the the Joshi wrestling scene, although like I've been trying to like venture more into it, right? But like the names I do know, where it's like you know like Maki Ito, like I would love to see a Maki Ito versus uh, Mercedes uh, Monet, if that's what, I think that's what her new name's gonna be. But to see Mercedes Monet versus Maki Ito, like yo, let me let me get that match because that's gonna be a lot of fun, just like fun character work to watch. If I want to see her do like you know straight heavy hitting, I can't wait to see what we're gonna get with. Uh, I know it's not Kyrie Sane, but what we're gonna get with Kyrie Sane. Like there's just so many matches that I'm like, bro, I just can't wait. I, you know, hopefully, Mickey gets to work uh, a one-on-one with Sasha, so that way we can see that match happen too. Like there's just so many cool dream matches that you can get with just those two with her alone. And it, you can't tell me that WWE is not like, nah, uh, you know what? You you we got we got Mercedes at we got Mercedes at home. Like look, we have we have Shotzi. Yeah. You know she's Mercedes. I'm like, no. That's that's not Mercedes. <laughs> like we know that. <laughs> yeah. Just because they have green hair does not mean that they are both the same. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Cliff, uh, what's uh, our uh, viewers looking like? Check the comments. Anybody talking? Or no one's talking? No, no one's talking. But if you have comments, that go ahead and put wild. them in. That is, that is crazy. <laughs> Usually, like, look so- at the comments. Like, hmm. Yeah, normally someone's upset with something, or normally it's my opinion. <laughs> but wow, normally. that's weird. So, yeah. all right. Well, then we're going to move on. Then we're going to move to our superlatives. Let's do superlatives, and then we'll, yeah, we'll do superlatives, and then we'll go to Mandy Rose. So, yeah, okay. let's do our superlatives. All righty, wrestling superlatives. Let's start off with tag team of the year all right so this can be any tag team the parameters are legitimately endless um because quite frankly it is your opinion and it is all you who am i to tell you no you're wrong so with that being said 
I have my tag team of the year. Drum roll. Drum roll. Drum roll. Here we go. Drum roll. Pure ignorance. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You you say that, but I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, tag team of the year, it's it's the Usos. Um, I am firmly on not to discredit FTR and or the Briscoes, because if you want to argue those are your top three uh, tag teams on the scene, really, you can, you know, give or take, you can argue. Um, but I really do believe just the stuff with the Usos and the bloodline has, if we, everyone has said it, we've said it numerous times on, uh, on the show. It's the best stuff week to week. Everything from, from Sammy not being an Uso to Sammy being an Uso but not being accepted to, to war games to, to where we are now, I think the Usos have put on bangers after bangers after bangers. It does not matter which two, which team you put with them. They put on bangers. The matches with uh, the New Day, which is you know fire already. The matches with the uh, with Dawkins and Montez Ford. The matches with with uh, the Brawling Brutes that were that is recently had were actually really good. So I the Usos hands down tag team of the year. PWI got it right. Twitter, all right. <laughs> The Usos, <laughs> top tag team of the year. What you got, Cliff? Uh, all right, so I'm gonna give out two, right? So I got my indie tag team of the year as well as my uh, oh, indie, my gonna, my indie tag team of the year is uh, main event. Okay, okay, absolutely. So I'm, main gonna, event. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the words right from Alex, right? Uh, the big leagues, the Pittsburgh main event or the New York main event. I'm sure it's the New York main event. <laughs> no, there's two main events. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. The New York main event. Yes. The lion. The, the, the circus one. J, J lion. <laughs> yes. J lion. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going to say uh, indie tag team of the year for me is as well as main event. Like I can't, I can't front. Those guys are amazing. And the work that they put in, it's just, it's top notch. So, you know, so shout good. out to, uh, shout out to house of glory for them too. I do want to put my runner up for, uh, 42, uh, Ways and Curls. Uh, big shout out to the homie, uh, Trayvon. You know, get well. You know, Godspeed to you, sir. Uh, but I know, I know that uh, Jalen's gonna hold it down while you know he's in recovery. Uh, but my tag team of the year in the big leagues, uh, I'm gonna go FTR. Like, uh, you know, you said it. Like, you can't go, you can't be wrong. Uh, but it is something that you said when you're holding the top title and three of the four companies that you're working for, and just and doing and putting on banger after banger match, right? When we talked about like, uh, you know, uh, WrestleMania week, and we had the top twenty. I think I had FTR on there like three different times, right? And yeah. one of those was actually the multiverse of matches, which I thought was just amazing, you know. So whether they're in the ring with Mortar City Machine Guns, the Briscoes, or you know whoever, they always tear it down. They always make top stars. Like I just I can't turn away and be like, nah. I think. You know, this is like one of the few times where, you know, they even had their own shirt at seven, seven stars. Right. But yeah. they've held so many different titles from every different promotion. And this year was just like the year I think that they had like the massive explosion that everybody was like, yeah, these are these are the guys. And, you know, we saw them at uh, Battle of the Belts and we were, you know, we were enamored with what they were doing in a ring. So I was like for me to be like, ah, you know, let me get Jimmy and Jay, which is not wrong. 
but I'm going to go with FTR. <laughs> um, yeah, at the risk of being unoriginal, uh, I'm also going with FTR. Um, <laughs> just when you look at like prolificness, is that a word? I don't, I don't, yeah, just the, I mean, the fact oh. that they're holding, uh, you know, three, uh, at one point we're holding three different, you know, top tag titles. Uh, the, not only the, the, the quantity of matches, but the quality variety of matches mm-hmm. having against such a variety of opponents. Like they really have just been rock steady, um, this year. And, uh, yeah, just one of those, it's just very satisfying to see a, a, a tag team that was clearly held down, you know, when, when they True. were working for WWE, just hit the ground running and uh, mm-hmm. just enjoy so much success. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're, it's been a joy watching them this year. I mean, I think they've really just had a, a banger year um, for the indie team. Yeah. I would also have to go with the main event. Um, I just think like, uh, again, it's been, cause I've, you know, being from New York, you know, I've I've sort of watched them come up for over the years, and so seeing them break out and now be like nationally recognized is really cool. Uh, Lion came to our um, our uh, Bronx show that we had last month in November. Um, talked to him for a few minutes before I found out who he was because obviously he wasn't wearing the lion hat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, but he was just a really cool dude, you know, to just talk to. He's someone who genuinely you know he said like as a joke he's like you know i'm not here trying to get booked he's like i'm just here because i enjoy wrestling and i was like appreciate that you know and he was uh yeah so just you know they deserve all the success that they've been enjoying recently you know you know who i forgot to also include in this list uh we forgot the homies we're gonna give a big shout out for the women's side as well uh, I know the about, renegade I, twins yeah i, I, I knew exactly <laughs> I knew exactly what you said. Who we forgot, and I just go, "Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, the yell, homies. They're gonna yeah. yell at us." <laughs> big, big shout outs to to them as well because definitely, uh, yeah, they they have torn it up and down. Like I've been watching them, like go from like Vegas to the Northeast to Mid Atlantic to down south to out west. Like they just they're holding it down. So you know, big shout outs to Charlay and Robin because they're they're definitely massively doing their thing. So gotta throw out the love. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. So let's move on. Woman wrestler of the year. Cliff, who you got? You go first, then we'll go Alex, then I'll go at the end. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just knock off the main, the, our, our big league person. Uh, to me, uh, it's Jade Cargill. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to find it kind of shocking because of all the names that are out there, especially for, you know, with like a Mandy Rose or you're looking at, you know, this year with what Bianca has been able to do. But I think there's just something to be said with Jade, the way that she's still staying relevant. She's always able to like do something new and even watching her just grow as a character, as well as a person, as well as a worker. So I think I just have to show my love and give my flowers over to Jade herself. And then my indie wrestler of the year. Uh, it's really, it was really tough because I had two people um, and I'll tell you who the second one was after I tell you who the first one is. So our first person uh, for me was Willow Nightingale. Like, I mean, let's be real. From, you know, we were just talking about uh, tours to Japan. Then you see that she's an AEW now. You know, just we've seen her working on the indie side at Fight. 
you know, so we've watched her just kind of move from place to place to place, get her flowers thrown at her from one CW over in Delaware as well as CCW in Delaware. So just to watch her continually do her thing, big, big ups and big, big loves. Who would be second, you might ask? Uh, Allie Catch. Let's be real, because Bussy is that team, and she is definitely holding it down, and I definitely enjoy watching her do her work. And I got to see her work uh, with CCW over in Delaware when she got to wrestle Camille for the NWA women's title, and hey, she is everything they advertise and more. So those are those are my two. Um, my uh, I I only have one uh, because I think across both big leagues and indies, and she kind of does straddle both a little bit. Um, uh, I gotta go with Masha. Um, you know, because between what she's been able to do with Impact, um, she was the first woman in PWG and Lord knows how long. It's been almost 10 years, I think, since um, uh, since what's-her-name's been there? Um, Candice LeRae. Yeah. The yeah. last time a woman was in PWG. Um, you know, working death matches, just really, like, pushing the bounds of, you know, what a what a woman wrestler um can do uh nothing but respect from her and again i remember like she's another one where it's just crazy like i used to do ring crew with her uh for uh, evolve like so it's wild just seeing her uh break out and having the success that she's been having it's great um so yeah i would say you know because she also works for impact too so i would I would say both in both big leagues mm-hmm. and indie, I would I would consider her to be definitely my woman of the year. Um, gentlemen, I'm very sorry to do this, but I think I need to hop off because I got my dad upstairs. And, uh, go, go do your thing, man. But we definitely you appreciate you for coming. Yes, thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, really appreciate it, and congratulations on another successful year. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. All right, so. Uh, definitely shout out to uh, Alex um, from Invictus Pro Wrestling uh, coming on and showing some love to the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. Now will be further known as Chaz and Friends. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. So, Women uh, Wrestler of the Year. My uh, Women Wrestler of the Year, my big league is, um, I got to go agree with you as well, Cliff, uh, Jade um, Cargill. She definitely uh, has gotten better. I think I don't want to say, you know, too much. I don't want to give her too much credit. Um, but <laughs> the the improvement from, from when she debuted and uh, up to now holding the TBS title, uh, she, I think, deserves the credit. When you look at out of all the women who are big stars and who really claim this year is theirs, you can't go wrong with Jade, uh, really. So uh, that's my woman wrestler of the year, Jade Cargill, and my uh, indie woman wrestler of the year, uh, Trisha Dore. That's the Pan African World Champion. That's my world champion. That's your world champion. Um, if anybody, else, I mean, I would give it to Willow as well, but I, Willow signed. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out, shout out to uh, to the homie Willow. She signed now, so she's a she's a big league, she's in big league contention. They haven't signed Trish yet, which they need to. But until then, Trisha Dora is my woman wrestler of the year. She, honestly, she's my wrestler of the year, point blank. All right? Mm. That's, that, that's the world champion. 
Period. It's weird. It's wild too because there's like so many. Period. This is like this. This is what makes like this is what makes wrestling so hard and making like these awards like so hard, right? Is that mm-hmm. we have to like continually pick because even doing like a top five, like for me between like Ali, you know, Willow, Trish, uh, uh, Kylan King, right? As well as uh, Becca, you know, there's like so many different names that you're like yeah, able you to can, throw in there, and I'm like, yo, that, I was about to say ah. you definitely got to throw in Becca in there. I think what the stuff that Becca's done over the year and just just the just the second half of the year itself has just Come back from injury. Yeah, like legitimately, she's definitely been killing it. Like yeah. and then Billy Starks, of course. Like that's Billy Starks, one. yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I that's it's just I love Trisha Dora. <laughs> I, well, we say we're gonna pick out one, and then we'd name like six other people that were like, exactly to put this person in there too. Masha, exactly. of course, that's Masha. a great pick. <laughs> yeah, Alex picking Masha. When he said Masha, I go, well, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, yo, we I go, shared the Right, I just like duh, like right. duh. Why, 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 why wouldn't you pick Masha? Like, come on, Chaz. Um, but yeah, that's. It's funny. Anyway, let's go with male wrestler of the year. <laughs> All right. Let me let me do let's do our indie first. Okay. And then we'll do our then we'll do our, our, our main one, right? Uh um, so who's you your, know what? Who's your oh uh, who's mine? Because oh, I feel like you're mine. gonna say a certain person. And I and but and if you say the certain person, I understand why. But it still doesn't count. But if if it is that person, I don't think so. I think we're probably on two different pages with this one. Cool, that's fine. That, that's per- that's per- I'm glad we are. So who? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna just ask you, who's yours? I know it's Chaz and friends, but I want to know yours first. <laughs> All right, and this is this is this is not. <laughs> yep. No, I already know now. <laughs> just a deep breath that you took. I already know who this is. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> right, go on. Oh man, this is. Go ahead. You already know who. Go ahead, Cliff. Yo, yeah. you guys don't know. No, who we, we don't friend. have to announce it. We don't have to <laughs> announce it. We, we, I think we, we all know who I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, it's just the facts are in the pudding. Yet we don't have to announce it. Congratulations to him. <laughs> like yippee kaye. Oh man, that's go nice. ahead. That's gonna that's gonna make somebody's day. Just it's, just I the did. sheer in and out of that breath. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you straight up. My my uh my wrestler of the year on the indie scene. Um, there's tons and tons of names that we could pick once again, right? Uh, but I think that this person uh deserves all the flowers that they receive. Uh, that person is Kid Bandit. Mm. Uh. I think I think the year that kid has had has been incredible, right? Whether going overseas, uh, home side, East Coast, West Coast, uh, up north, down south, like just putting the work in. Uh, yeah, so there, there you go. Kid Bandit is my uh, my indie wrestler of the year. All right, cool. Big League wrestler of the year. Go ahead, Cliff. Since you didn't let, didn't you didn't go first on the last one? Right. Uh, mine is legitimately three letters. M. J mm-hmm. F. Yeah. Just simple. Yeah. John Moxley. 
I I really feel like Mox this year really put the company on his back and not not necessarily just on his back but he he especially during the summer uh when all hell broke loose in Chicago <laughs> um Mox has put on matches he's been in every major you know uh storyline going in through this year uh i just you don't question the year that mox has had not just aew but this is stuff in gcw his stuff in new japan just mox has been going around and he's been putting it out that he is the damn best thing on the planet and he has been proving it uh like you said this like i said this has been his year He's had a great two years because last year he was killing it as well. So I'm going to go with John Moxley. You know, it's, it's cool. You can make you can make like a massive argument for John himself uh, uh, and, and MJF as well. Right. From we can talk about AEW and, and the rise that they've had this, this year and, and a year they've had. I think another name that we need to really kind of acknowledge and we really it, it, it's probably kind of hard for us to just be like, yeah, that's the other person too. Uh, Matt Cardona. Like, yeah. 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 All the work that, remember, because we were talking about everything. Everything Matt was doing was just fire. Yes. And we were like, dang, man. And even still, like, to the end of the year, it's not like he, like, cooled off. It's just that, you know, he just keeps putting on. And now it's, like, almost to the point where we're at this expectation of watching Matt Cardona do what Matt Cardona does. And it's I'm, it's crazy because he's he's, we, he's rumored for the rumble. There's there's talk. Yeah. There's talk. and not and not as and not as um and not as Zach Ryder, like right. as Matt Cardona, which is even better. Like so it is it is crazy to think like there's so much that we could like be like, oh yeah, that's that's that person or that person. Right. So I think it, it would I just I just want to be known like it would it would be crazy of us not to acknowledge Matt Cardona and his rise that he's had. And I think another person that we uh, kind of like, I, I don't really know. I mean, it's, it's weird to say the word slept on, but. But he is slept on. I, you, I, Matt Cardona is slept on. Um, yeah. He is. Ever, ever since he, he, he left, he made it. He, he has proven why that he, he's, he's, you know, he should have been given the torch a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's that good. And he yes. is—he's—he's he's extremely slept on, because a lot of people don't, you know. They says, "Oh, Zack Ryder," and if they, you know, Matt is like, "Oh, Matt Cardona," that you know, like Matt Cardona puts in work, like he puts in work, and he—you're right—he doesn't get as much appreciation as he should. Yeah, and I definitely think those those his flowers should definitely be given to him a long time ago. Just like you said, I think, uh, it's, and I keep thinking about like other people too that I would throw out there too, because like Cody. Like, up to the point where Cody got injured, man, Cody was putting on match after match after match. And we were just like, he had put on this great match at AEW in January, and they came over to WrestleMania and just and just down. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, it's it's wild to be like, yeah, we don't know who else we could throw out here, but we'll throw out more names. And, like, I don't know. Another one I would I would also throw out there, uh, Nick Cage. Yeah, Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick yeah, Nick Cage. You know, it's it's hard not to be like, nah, 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 nah. We don't we don't want to put him in there because 
even like we talked about deathmatch wrestling because of like all the work that Nick was doing. And now look at him. You know what I mean? So factual. We we have a crazy amount of names that we can we can continue to throw, but we definitely I I definitely must still stand behind uh behind mine and go, yeah, that's the dude. Gotcha, gotcha. Is it true? Which part? Is it true that we're being joined? <laughs> no, not yet. Not right now. No, oh, we're not? Okay. Not yet, not yet. Okay. All right, so let's move on to our next debate topic. We'll come back to match of the year um, after we do our last topic, debate topic of the year. We got to talk about it, right? It's your hottest wrestler uh, for temp check. Mandy Rose uh, being fired, uh, released from WWE over her uh, fan time premium, uh, you know, subscription service. So (laughs) should Mandy Rose have been uh, have been released? What do you think, Cliff? Hell no. Hell no. I think the only reason why she got released was I, I'm gonna agree with with the internet community, right? Is that she was outrunning her uh pace, she was running outrunning the pace at WWE, right, as far as her contract went. And WWE couldn't get the money that she was that she was able to pull in. Uh she capitalized on a venture that nobody else was really marketing. And uh, I think it's just I think it's crazy to to disagree somebody. Now I won't say that WWE isn't right okay or is yeah that's what i'm looking for i'm not gonna say that they were no that they were wrong i'm sorry that they were wrong because 100 i do understand like you got to protect your brand right and from you know we talk about the stuff that they did in the 90s right with with playboy but we look at you know this is a whole different venture for wwe like they're in a whole different era of what it used to be so i can't sit back here and say no like they're wrong for cutting her they're very much in the right because they're trying to protect their brand but Mandy was also in the right too of like wanting to venture off into a new brand and and do what she did. So I think it's I think it's weird. It's kind of like this weird this weird sense of where two people are going to meet the road and eventually like they're going to come to a clash and they're going to have to go. But I also think that the the money that Mandy was bringing in, she was like, "Ayo, like I don't have to do this." She's like, "I want to do this." And it was a lot like um it kind of felt a lot like the Pat McAfee situation, right? Where uh Pat you know, back in when he was at WrestleMania, remember uh, Michael Cole, like just chewed him out because he was wearing a tuxedo with shorts. Right. And, uh, and Pat pretty much told him, he was like, listen, I don't have to be here. I'm only here because I want to be here. And you guys need me and I can always leave. And he was willing to go. And you kind of seen the same thing. Like Mandy's like, I don't have to be here. I'm making a lot of money. And Booker T, as much as we talk about him, he had a right, you know, she's, She's very talented and she's very, she could do a lot more stuff than just having to rely on her looks, but Hey, she's going to make her money way she wants to make her money. And for right now, I'm like, Hey, I kind of, I kind of like where Mandy was going with it. So that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> they should have uh, released her. I, uh, I'm going to go on the uh, opposite side here. Uh, I'm not shamming. Oh, I got you know, because you got to make sure when you say stuff, you got to make sure you put it out there because people twist the words. I'm not shaming Mandy Rose for her account. 
or, or you know the, the content that she was producing. I'm not saying that she was wrong in producing the content that she was creating. She was she was out here hustling, and I'm never going to knock somebody's hustle. Like it was, she was getting more money doing you know doing uh, through her subscription than than she's getting than she was getting paid by her actual job. So go ahead, like you got to make your bread. How you make your bread? But saying that she shouldn't have be you know you know have like repercussions for her action is 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 crazy um regardless of independent contractor and people want to bring in oh the usos get duis they get title uh titles two weeks later or you know uh people say uh, other stuff and you know trying to say you know compare other situations to this and it, it, it it's not fair because of the simple fact is that like you said they have to protect their brand and you that's your NXT champion, regardless if she was losing the belt to Roxy, you know, next year or not, or you know, whatever the plans was. That's you got to look at their have investors as a company, and it's like it's not nothing personal. I, I think a lot of people understand, like, this is their they're business, they're, they're a publicly traded company, you know, who have investors with children and stuff. And if that stuff gets out and they may lose money, you know, it's it's you got to cut your losses. And they and she knew that she couldn't do that. And of course, on top of the fact is that they already apparently they knew of this service. They just didn't know apparently what was being on it, which I also think on WWE's part, which it, it, they're kind of idiots. I mean, <laughs> I, I, it, I I highly doubt that there isn't a person who in that field apparently who did all that can't you know don't know what exclusive content premium content is. In today's age, I mean, of course, it doesn't always have to be that. But in the day of, of you know, of OnlyFans and sh- crap, I just think they're idiots that they didn't already know that that's what she was doing. Even, even if it was softcore stuff, like, you know, it's just, ugh. but you just, you got to understand, like, that it's your job. They don't, <laughs> <laughs> teachers have been fired for OnlyFans. Like, I don't understand why it's such an out it was you know made people were saying that she shouldn't have been fired um no goodbye <laughs> like you're already not supposed to have the premium thing you know what i'm saying like we're already there already were you know rocky fences on the premium thing in the first place with twitch and everything and they allowed her to do that anyway and still it's just i i don't yeah, I don't think she shouldn't have had the consequences that she had, that she that she was dealt with. And it's not like she's going to stop. Yeah, and, and I know a lot of people have, like, gone out of their way to compare and contrast, like, these kind of situations, right? Because they were talking about, like, Paige, Paige's situation, uh, China's situation, right? They were talking about, all like, all these other women who had these situations. And it's like, yo, like, Paige's situation was such a different situation because, like, that shit got leaked. Leaked, like yeah. It got taken out. This was somebody who was like openly doing it, right? And in the same context, and this is why I kind of go back to the, it was because WWE, like one, they were trying to protect their brand, their brand, but two, they also weren't getting any of the cut, right? And the reason why is because when you look at a situation with Christy Hemi or Maria Canellis or Sable or Tori Wilson or China, right? They um, they did their own thing, right? Like. They were a part of Playboy, and Playboy was paying WWE part of that money, and that's why I look back and I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, how can you not? How can you not think that this is almost a similar situation?" You know. So to me, I think that's why I'm like, 
looking at Mandy, if they would have told Mandy, hey, oh, we get a cut of that, I don't think, I think they might have taken her off still. She would have still lost the title, but I don't think they would have released her. Okay, well, so I disagree with both of you. <laughs> Welcome, Damien. Hey, I'll, get, I'll get ready to tell you why. All right, talk, talk uh, to me, buddy. All right, so what, what y'all saying about all the other ladies before, that was a different time. Yeah, you if you you would have missed you would have missed earlier when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Damien, your mic cut out, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah so, so we can't hear you. Uh, yeah, I thought it was me. I had to. T- I unplugged my. <laughs> I I legitimately just unplugged my headphones and plugged it back in. I was like, oh my god, he cut out. Like, yep. As as he's trying to he's trying to fix his stuff. But yeah, Damien, if, if you would have heard my, my the first part of my rant, it was very much the. Hey, like that was a different time, but if you still look at it, like WWE was still getting that money cut. So I was like, you know, I do understand that portion of it though. Yeah. Yeah, he he's gone. Oh wow, well, yeah. <laughs> this is oh wow, his whole mic is his whole mic's messed up and everything. Oh, it's a good thing we didn't have what grinds his gears. That would have been hilarious. You want to know grinds my gears? Mic cut. <laughs> Mic cut. <laughs> you got CM Punk'd. You, got- <laughs> you didn't even get muted by me. Like, I legit didn't hit the mute button. It just dropped him. Look. Oh. Talk. All right. Can you hear me? There we go. Right. Yeah, we, yep, we got, got you. you. You're back. All right. So, it was a different time when Sable... All of them were doing it as far as it being public. It was agreed upon by all parties, yep. point blank in general. Mm-hmm. From my understanding from what I heard was that they knew that she was posting kind of risky kind of pictures or whatever or videos, but it didn't go to the extent that it started to go, basically. And considering with all the, you know, sponsors, partnerships and things like that, and it being the different era and everybody's super sensitive, they kind of had to do what they had to do. It's a completely different story, Uh like all together. And fact is, she was making more money than she was contractually obligated by WWE. So she had a choice to not do it. Or do it, and she chose to do it, knowing what the consequences are. I don't want to hear that she didn't. I don't want to hear that she was surprised. This is what she chose to do, and she's a big girl. So let her do her thing. Like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's not like they let go, like, Becky Lynch or something. I mean, <laughs> oh my are we really, really going to miss her? Seriously? Yes. Really yeah. So yes, yes. 100%. Yes. I I will 100%. Is it going to hurt them though? No. I think it no, but it doesn't hurt them as a whole? No. No, absolutely not. It hurts what you call it? Gigi and uh, uh what you call it? Cuz now you just Chase. Yeah, it, like it, it, can. The, yeah, it just yeah. you know, I Let's be real. Mandy Rose no, was Mandy scaring. Was toxic yeah. attraction. Exactly. Mandy was toxic no, attraction. Wasn't. And Mandy was, was killing. Mandy was killing NXT this year. But it, she was killing it. 
but it's time absolutely. for absolutely. Well, absolutely, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that at all. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I definitely agree with you. Yeah, it was time for it. it was time. For, it, it it ran his course. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Yeah, I think she. I think she was losing to Roxy anyway. Yeah, I I heard she was supposed to lose sometime in the beginning of the year within the next. You know, right. The next couple of weeks of, of. Yeah. So it's. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's. It ain't gonna hurt them. This was already in the plans, but like, who knows? They could have brought Toxic Attraction up to the main roster, which I thought, which I think would be dope to see. Yeah. They probably would have. That's probably on, the next on. move would have been. I I really I really just want to put- interrupt this conversation really quick because uh put I I yeah because you know the friendly neighborhood Red Dog definitely Uh-oh. loves to cause a little bit of uh chaos. Every once in a while. And uh, yeah, I 100% am always about just bringing on random people. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you talk too damn much. Oh, why? Damn why? Much. Way too much. Yo, you feel me? I'm over here. For our, for our oh, listeners God. on the podcast who don't know, Chaz's favorite indie wrestler of the year. Has oh just joined us. Yes. <laughs> Mr. PWR 45, uh, J Booty, top on the world. Chad, you over here chatting about nothing, wiping your forehead, sweating. You're getting all excited when you talk about Mandy. I don't know. You're a little weirdo. But understand, look, 2022 was real good to you, my brother. Real good to you. Here, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was real good to you. Okay. You can get your ass beat by me. The last place you want me to go to, you feel me? They ain't want to make posters. They want to know. Real, real hillbilly type stuff. I don't know what's going on. But 2023, my brother, I'm going to whoop your ass. Red Dog, you my dog. I appreciate all the pictures. They're they fire. Everything is going on. Chaz, you little simple-minded bastard. I can't stand you. I'll be seeing really, really. I can't stand you either. Get off my show. Get him out of here. Oh, no, no. no <laughs> He's not. Now I'm oh, no. Please don't I'm stay. Here. Please don't. Don't you got? Don't you got a stream to do? Don't you got to play Call of Duty? I'm like, playing Call of Duty right now. But so go do that, bro. Go go go. Focus me. on that. Don't told me you was at peace in life, and I couldn't have that. I, I was at peace. I was. I was. Happy in life, and I couldn't have. Wow. That. I couldn't. You totally ruined you the rest of your year, buddy. Bro, yeah, you thought you was gonna end this year off with the guys all sweet and dandy? No, no. No, Red Dog, I love you, baby. You are my guy. Yo, um, what what what's 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 the homie name that's in uh, pure ignorance? The one that has like so much potential. It's not it's not Machiavelli, it's um what's his name? Why why I'm not remembering his name right now. That's crazy. Noah? Noah, that's my dog. <laughs> yeah, Noah, yeah. I love Noah. Noah, listen, Noah. He don't like you though. Jay Walker. Come be a Jay Walker. Oh, not you're using the name, you're using that name. Oh All right. <laughs> We doing big things over here. I just beat the beat last night. Lance, I don't listen, listen, listen. I'm not gonna get into that. Listen, I'm gonna kick your ass. All right. Now, Red Dog, love you. Hey, Dark Lord, listen, I know your mic was was player hating, but guess what? It was Chaz. It was Chaz doing all that because he's the biggest hater in the world. Can't stand him. He do it to his own people, dog. Hey, y'all be good. Point twenty three is coming. Chaz. Uh, 
every year I do this. It is amazing to do this every year. First season was Anthony, second season was Supreme and TJ Sykes, and now the third season, Jay Bushi. <laughs> I hate you, Cliff. He got you, buddy. He got did, you. did you know Damien? Oh, no. no, no, I had no clue. Oh. No clue. <laughs> brought Only Jay one other person brought Jay Bougie on my show. Like <laughs> only no, one other Cliff. person knew. Only only one other person knew that that was happening, and he left earlier in the show. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you do things like this? <laughs> I just how do you, that's crazy because they don't like each other. Well, I wouldn't. I yeah. Oh, I can't believe you brought that man on my show after I just. Oh, I'm so glad he's after, off. After you just you so hardly tried not to say what you were trying to say. I was <laughs> like, hey, yo. But you know the bad thing about it is, well, since we're here, since we're here now, my match of the year is Jay Bougie versus Rev Ron from Invictus STP versus Takeover. <laughs> I bet he's still watching the stream too. I hope he's I not. Hope he's... <laughs> I hope he's not. Uh, I'll be right back. Where are you? Where are you going? Oh, you want me to tell you what grinds my gears, don't you? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> might as well. Well, uh, we're doing right. match of the year. Right. No, before you do, well, I mean, are you, are you really leaving? No, I mean, I'm not like actually like I gotta step. No, I'm you gotta step out for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. Just, I gotta check my store. I'm still at work. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, Christmas party, employee Christmas party, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, fuck that well, Christmas then, party. This is way more important. Yeah, well, you can <laughs> my bad, my bad. Well, you, well, before before we do that, um, my match of the year. Yeah, give me your match of the year. Ooh, he really put that mask. I, I knew something was up when that mask went on, bro. I felt, listen, I got, <laughs> while Damien thinks, I got so uneasy, not even gonna lie to you. I saw you pull out the mask and I go, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I know he's, I, he's about to do something. Like, he's not about, he's about to go red dog on this show and I don't know why. And I just, I literally, as Damien was talking and I just see you put the mask getting ready and I'm like, what is going on? And I thought it was TJ. I'm not even going to lie. I thought TJ was popping up. And the sudden displeasure of seeing that ugly dude on my show. <laughs> my goodness. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost ratings and viewers because you brought that man on my show. How dare you, Cliff? After I give him props as well. like Oh, I love it. Because the funniest thing, right, was. Did he see like, that? Was he there for that? Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> ask, like, you want me to ask him? Because I'm talking to him on Twitter right now. No, don't talk to him no more. No, don't tell him. I think it's so funny. I think it's so funny All because, right. like, when you low-key were like, ah, oh, my indie wrestler of the year, I, I'm not even going to say his name, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, this is way too perfect because, like, <laughs> I did not know that Jay Bougie was your favorite wrestler in the indies. And that just made it so much better. Terrible. Terrible. But go ahead, right. Damien. What's your match of the year? I'm stuck. I'm stuck between two. Oh, do you have a? Well, I mean, you, it's you got a big league one and an indie one, or you just got one for one. I got. I got an indie one. Okay. 
And then I got a... I got, I'm stuck between two mainstream. Okay. So my ND one is going to have to be DCW, uh, Manny Lemons versus uh, Josh Alexander. That was a good one. Just because that, that was dope. Like, just being there, it was dope. That was a pretty dope-ass match. Um, my mainstream is between... Seamus and Gunther at uh, uh, was it Clash at the Castle? Yeah. yeah. And then Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. Okay, I like both of those. That's 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 that's, that's, that's a, those are strong yeah. That's picks. what I said. I was like, I was stuck. I was like really, really stuck because I liked both of those matches. But yeah, but yeah, definitely for the indie match, that's the one that like really stuck out to me. I have to say, like they, they killed it. They had that crowd pretty shook. Like it was, it was a really, really good match. Factual. Alrighty. Alrighty. What's yours, Cliff? <laughs> I don't know, but someone just asked like a wild ass question to me. I'm putting it up right now, just so you guys can see it too. What? <laughs> have you ever been wedged? What's that story? I don't know. It's uh, a random ass question. And I'm not going to tell that story because I don't know what story we're talking about. More importantly, let's talk about. Uh, it's extremely weird. Yeah, it's a random ass thing. It's on, it's on Twitch. Too. That's crazy. Hi on Twitch. I'm going to take it to the back and then I'll grab it when I. But let's talk about let's talk about my indie match of the year, which is going to be one that's just going to throw a lot of people off. Uh, because both my matches of the year aren't even singles matches. They're tag matches. Um, so let me get my indie match of the year is going to be main event versus the Briscoes at House Ooh. of Glory. So definitely got to rock out that match. It was a, it was a solid match. It was solid work. All, both, all four are amazing at what they do. And, you know, you guys saw me. I talked about those, those my tag team of the uh, tag team of the year. Uh, let's jump into my match of the year regarding, you know, the main, the, the big leagues, as we would like to say. And my match of the year is actually going to be FTR versus the Briscoes at Ring of Honor. And I'm not talking about Final Battle. How about the one before? No, I'm talking about the very first one. So that two out of three falls match was great. But that very first Ring of Honor match was... That first one was fire. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that was fire. No, you're right. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, All right. I already said what my indie match of the year was. <laughs> we don't have to say it again. <laughs> um, shout out to STP, though. Uh, those are the OGs. Um, Moses, Khan, uh, O'Shea, Rev, Ron. And uh, Shane Taylor himself, um, but uh, big league uh, match of the year. This has been a crazy year of matches as far as the big leagues concerned, whether your main companies. And it's hard not to choose my tribal chief. You know, uh, wrestling the uh, Brock Lesnar man at uh, SummerSlam because I, I still right. think 
that match was the best Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match. Oh yeah, it's hard, yeah, it's hard for me to not say that. But if I say that and I don't include this match, it's blasphemy. So my match of the year does not go to the Tribal Chief. My match of the year goes to Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes from WrestleMania. I was thinking that too. That is a great pick. When that is a great pick. When you think when you just pull in just the skepticism and just the 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 build up of is it Cody? It's not Cody. It's somebody else and it's Bray. It's got to be Bray. It's not Cody. You know, it's just no, it's such that leading up to the you know the final uh, weeks, it just and then seeing it happen, and I I, I saw a lot of people uh, you know we know a lot of people who were there at WrestleMania and they were there and just the energy and they describe it. I just there I can't not say that Cody and Seth put on the banger of the year, which honestly set the tone for the rest of the year. Because let's be real, after WrestleMania, after I think once Cody stepped foot in AEW, that's when everybody said. It's time to step our game up because I, if you really think about it, all the banger matches over across the board as far as the big leagues happened after WrestleMania. Everything really went, you know, went in a high year. So I'm going with Cody and uh, Seth from WrestleMania as my match of the year. So, all right, Damien. What grinds your gears? I love how we always now, that's now the ending segment. So I think that's what's coming in next year. That's what will end the, end the show with, with Damien ranting. <laughs> Great way. All right, Damien, what grinds your gears, bro? The last one of the year. Chris Jericho. Oh, Jesus. The fucking Chris fucking Jericho. It's amazing. Alex praise Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho, I'm going to put this out here right now. He lied to his wife. What? What? Okay. About being abducted by aliens. And losing (laughs) two hours of uh, of time. Yeah, you know why you lost two hours of time, Jericho? You're out there fucking bitches. That's why. (laughs) You're trying to lie. Look, I told my wife about what happened. And she was like, oh, yeah, he lying. <laughs> Yo, come on now. Your wife ain't that stupid, is she? I mean, she, well, she did storm the Capitol. Never mind. Oh, damn. I'm Never drinking mind. my lemonade. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. So, with that being said, yeah. Yo, look, yo, bro. Bro. Jericho. Come up with a better lie, my dude. <laughs> Oh God! Come with a better You know what? I'm okay with that. Was a great that was a great way to end the year. That right there. And if we don't come back for a season four, y'all know why. Y'all know why. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. He's lying. Come on, he's lying. You can't tell me. You believe he was abducted? I believe. I believe there are uh, aliens. Now I didn't I will... say there wasn't. I didn't say that. So to me to say that the man was not a, to say he wasn't abducted would just be of me saying I don't believe aliens. I can't deny that he wasn't or he was. No, 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 no. So no, 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 no. If he says that's he was, another podcast. Yeah, that's that's for <laughs> that's, that's 
that's for the conspiracy theory podcast. I'm gonna start in uh in April of next year, where I just I talk bet. about all my conspiracy theories because I love. actually love a lot of conspiracy theories. But that's another love. story. Yeah, we no, can bring he on. Uh, we can... He hiding. He, he, like, he hiding the truth from his wife, my dude. <laughs> so we can bring on oh. Flip Gordon because he loves those conspiracy theories as well. Exactly. So, which right, is bet. a good I'm segue. It is a good segue for you to check out this Thursday our 300th episode uh, interview of Now Into the Ring featuring the one, the only Flip Gordon. We announced that earlier in the show. So make sure you uh, definitely check that out. Can we live? Can we go make that a premiere and, and stream and like a premiere that one? And like a big thing? I think we should do that. Can we? Sure. Let's do that. Because normally, normally I release all the episodes at like eight o'clock in the morning. So. If we'll, you want, we can push that the, back. Yeah, yeah we'll pu- push yeah, the video. That one. We'll premiere the video later, but the pod, the audio, we'll, you can, we can release that as normal, but let's do the, the visual. The, um, well, the funny thing is, is that on Spotify, we have the video portion of it as well. So when oh, it goes right. up on, behind right. the scenes, for you guys who don't know, on Anchor, I just put up the video version. So I can right. just release all of it at the same time at like 8 o'clock at, uh, or no. Like six o'clock. Yeah, it's six. What it's, if, you guys let yeah. us know what time you usually drive home? Because if it's like five o'clock, we'll probably we'll debut at five thirty. Why not? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Alrighty. So with that being said, if you have made it to the end of this episode, you get a <laughs> platinum trophy for my PlayStation users because you've reached the end of season three. Whoop, whoop. Now the DLC for Season 4 comes out and you got a whole bunch of more trophies to get. But for all of my Xbox users, you get an achievement because, as we know, it is a drag sometimes to get through this wild show, which, as I predicted in the beginning of the show, it will go off the rails, as it did, because that ugly, phony, wannabe wrestler of the name that won't speak. You know what? We're going to call him... The man that shouldn't have lived. Yep. Treat him like wow. Voldemort. Treat him like Voldemort. He that shall not be named. <laughs> That's my boy right there. Voldemort? That's my homeboy. We go back. I'm almost, almost finished the, uh, what's it called? The second to last book, by the way. Almost finished. Getting good, isn't it? Getting oh, my good, gosh. It? Oh, oh, just hearing it, just is like, I, I, as I'm, when I work, I'm just like, oh, I remember the movie and like, oh, this part wasn't in the movie. Anyway, we'll talk about it after the air. But yeah, thank you. Make sure you uh, check out all Nerds. Our- <laughs> right? <laughs> Make sure you check all of our social media at three count underscore pod on Twitter. That's the only one that's different, but everything else is three count pod, all one word. Uh, don't, you know, miss that number three, okay? It's number three count pod. All right. Also, go buy some merch from uh, Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash three count pod because guess what? Once it's gone, it's gone. We're moving to four year wear next year. So get it while it's there. Uh, buy Red Dog's merch. All right. He's got his on his Red Dog merch at uh, fouryearwear.com. And then click on wrestlers. You'll see uh, Red Dog there. I'm also sporting that new Grapital Region Chaz Evans shirt. You can get that uh, for your wear. Click on wrestlers. You'll see Pure Ignorance, the big old black fists. Because black people. Um, yeah. So go buy some merch. Don't buy Damien's merch. Don't follow him because he don't want your follow. Stay away from him. He'll no, find you. Next year. I'll get merch next year. He's getting merch next year. He's opened up his own little four-year wear store. And it's just straight Damien Fatal. As a, yeah. Yeah, bro, you need to put yourself as a personalities. You need to get on Twitter. And I need you to really be on Twitter 
so you can start drama and add more fuel to fire. Just have a just have a troll. Make your account a troll account. I promise you, you'll have a lot of followers, and it, it'll bring it'll bring some eyes to the product. I bet. Say less. Yeah, I yeah, but, yeah. We want, we're going to turn Damien Fatal from a wrestler into a personality. The Dark Lord is about to be a thing. We're about to make you. Con- <laughs> we're about to make you the Black Conrad Thompson for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're about to do to you. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you a yep. You gonna get an office in your in your uh, in laws house. You gonna get that big red chair that I know your step uh, that your, uh, your mother in law. I know she got one. I know she got one of those big round big office chairs. <laughs> no, but I can get one of those. I, wow. I make good money now. Oh yeah, I make well, yeah good you, money now. You gotta get one of those so we can. So when we see you now, you gotta sit in the office like like your Conrad, all your memorabilia, all your belts behind you and your posters. <laughs> oh, I don't anyway. have enough wall to put up every title I won, bro. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll, 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 hey, we'll we'll get VR next year for you know for season four, and we'll just VR it on your screen. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us. All right, on our uh, podcast audio, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Podcast.com, Podcoin. I don't think that's a thing anymore. But yeah, follow us there. Hit that uh, five star frog splash review on Apple Podcast off the top of the cell this time because it's the season finale of the Chaz and Friends three count podcast debate show. So hop off the cell onto the announce table with that five star frog splash review. Um, see you next year, I guess. I don't know anything else. Um, don't worry, we still have content. All right, now into the ring, still, we still got interviews and. We'll see y'all next sometime in January. I don't have a date for you, but guess what? We'll announce it sometime soon. <laughs> but we'll be back. In my Ric Flair voice, we'll be back. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> the Recount Podcast. Hey, guys. It's the host of the Three Count. You know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.